Okay, welcome back to the BMX in our blood. This is a different kind of podcast this week because I guess I'm interviewing myself, but really I am uh, doing this podcast to answer questions about the Find Your Fight jam to benefit Kevin Robinson's family. And I thought it might be helpful for you to hear all about the site that it's at and answer any questions you might have. So I did get a couple questions. I'll answer those at the end. But what I wanted to start with is a little bit of the history of the jam because many of you may not be aware of of the way the jam started and, and how it's continued successfully for, well, going on the fourth year. This all started in a pretty funny way. We have a a friend group of riders around here, and one of them, my good friend Jeff Allen, swore that even though his number is 24 when he did race, that he would never race a 24-inch bike, a cruiser. In fact, he absolutely said he would never do it, no questions asked. Well, I still had to ask, so I was thinking of a way to get him to do it and I said I bet you a hundred dollars that you will ride a cruiser in a race and that turned into a discussion about how we could get a little more out of this fun little thing rather than just go to a track and, and race. We agreed that the only way it was going to happen and is if we made built and kind of built an event around it which is what we did so uh, we got in touch with a bunch of our out-of-state friends as well and decided to uh, to hold the jam at Shoreham on Long Island and that was the decision because uh, it's great track to work with they're great people it was going to be benefiting a local rider from there from years ago named John Lee who currently works at FBM Uh, John had been injured at a skate park and had some pretty extensive injuries that uh, that he he's had to go through quite a bit of treatment for and operations and such. Uh, so we decided to do it for John Lee, and that's when things got really serious. So we got all of the Long Island guys uh, in on it, and together we turned it into a pretty big event. So yeah, so bottom line is Jeff did race a cruiser. We had a cruiser moto. My foot was broken at the time, but... I borrowed someone's cruiser just because I wanted to race with Jeff. But um, it ended up really awesome. We had a great day. Uh, The group photo from the days is on my Instagram. I'm sure you'll find it. But it it was just an awesome day. So many awesome people and a lot of support for John Lee. And that really got me super motivated to to do it again and try to make it an annual event uh, right through to manual contests 
uh, side hack racing, which uh, that got me motivated to build a side hack because, as I said, my foot was broken, so I needed to find a way to participate in at least one of the events because I really wanted to be to be part of it, not only on the organization end, but in the on the participating end because it's uh, it's fun to be with all the friends, old and new. And uh, that was my way of doing it. So I had a basically a, a farm boy uh, welder attach and build. Well, I fabricated and attached a side hack to to an old FBM guillotine, and he did a really good job uh, for the amount of time that he had to do it. So uh, we used that one, and I also found one of the old Walmart side hacks that were sold for a bit. Uh, but they stopped selling them <laughs> probably because they realized that they're they can be a little dangerous, but they're fun. So side hacks became part of the the event annually as well. Anyhow, all because of Jeff, we uh, we got this done. It turned a turned a uh, well a good into a better because it was all in good fun. So. Um, so anyway, that one went went really well, and I can't thank all of the Long Island guys and Rich Soper and and his wife for for really just being so welcoming and and giving us a a perfect venue for the event. So the next year, two thousand sixteen, I decided that I wanted to keep the ball rolling, and I organized the Stephen Murray Benefit Jam, also at Shoreham on Long Island, with the with the a combination kind of motive. Uh, aside from raising money for Stephen Murray, we were also uh, doing it as a remembrance of Dave Mira, who had passed away that year. So uh, that was a really fun one. We raised a. a good amount of money for Stephen Murray and he was quite happy about it as was his his mom as we say in England his mom it was helpful to him as he did a build out and I believe that money if I recall correctly uh, from a message from his mom from Stephen Murray's mom Cynthia I believe he used the money uh, to have an accessible bathroom built for him uh, back in England. So that went really well. Great turnout, great times. And we did the same type of thing, same type of events. And uh, and it was just, it was a blast. So the next year, 2017, I obviously, you know, kind of had this in my mind that, well, you know, I may as well make this an annual deal because I like to I like to have goals I like to have things in mind that I can help other people with so originally was going to do the third annual jam for Sean Real because Sean Real had, had gotten hurt pretty badly uh, with a when he had a bike failure some forks a pair of forks broke on his bike and he messed him up pretty bad. Uh, but you know, it was amazing. He, he said, you know what? I'm, I'll be okay. Uh, I'd 
I think you should do it for Scotty Kramer. And because at the time he was, geez, I think only about five or six months into his recovery. And uh, that's something that Sean thought was was more important than himself, which was which was pretty amazing. And um, I really appreciate Sean all the way around, but um, for doing that. And so I went down and met with Scotty because uh, unlike uh, unlike 1.2 million people that follow his YouTube channel, I was one of the ones that didn't. I didn't know him. Uh, I was probably the only person that didn't know him. So went down, met with Scotty, asked if it would be okay to do that for him. And he reluctantly accepted, but uh, accepted with kind of the stipulation that he could um, he could do some things for other people at the jam because that's the kind of guy he is. So the t- whole team came, the YouTube channel team, I should say, and they set up they set up the ramps and did some demos and oh i forgot to say this was the first year we did it out of long island off long island and we did this one in connecticut at the trumbull track so that one was a lot of fun and we had almost almost 900 people at that one uh and i didn't mention it before but the first two events we probably had 400 maybe 500 people at each one which was which was pretty darn good i think and and raised a lot of money so so anyway so this this one at trumbull was was a really big one i had no idea how big it was going to be but um a lot of people came out to support scotty and scotty drew such an amazing crowd of people there aside from uh, the people that were aware of the jams or had gone to the jams in past years. So uh, so that went really well, and we built a jump line alongside the first straight at the track, and people loved it. There was just a, there was a long line of people riding that, riding those jumps, and, and you know, big, big thanks to all the Connecticut locals uh, getting that built because, as you can imagine, it takes... Uh, when you're doing things part time, it takes weeks to to get things like that built. So we uh, we got it done, and that ended up being just such a great time. So uh, we also did the same type of events in addition, which were fun. We did side hack racing again, and manual contest again, and uh, the pit bike race. Jeez, I forgot about the pit bike race. We we had pit bike pit bike races at the the first three events at Long Island, at Shoreham and at Trumbull. Those were great because I set it up so that we would race the track backwards. So we started at the finish line, and you had to ride the track backwards, all the way around the track, down the staging area, basically over the starting gate, down the the staging area, and back around to the finish line that that was fun every place we had done that and uh one of my one of my fond memories from from that when we did at trumbull was was when maddie kramer 
with big boy filming on the side, there was a, a crash, a young kid had crashed in in the, the last term which at Trumbull, which is actually the first term when you do the pit bike race on the track backwards. And uh, Maddie easily would have made it out of that heat and been in the main event. But he turned around right away when he saw the kid uh, fall and big boy and, and him helped the helped the kid up and he was he was good he was fine i i was really pleasantly surprised not surprised that the individuals did it maddie and big boy but just the to to keep an eye out for the the generation and make sure that that it's not a bad experience for them so you know i i was super impressed with Maddie and, and Big Boy with that one. And the whole crew really made that event uh so well attended and it, it was it was great. So that went so well that once I saw Scotty was starting to roll around a bit on the bike, um which is a huge accomplishment if uh if you're if you're not familiar with the story it, he at that point it had only been not even a year uh since since his accident so when he started riding i figured you know what let's keep doing this and uh i asked him if he'd be willing to have another fundraiser and he said uh yeah but uh, as long as it's not for me because you guys have given so much to me I want to give back to someone else so what we ended up doing was we had an event at the Willamantic Skate Park which is a really cool place so we had the skate park and next to the skate park there happens to be a, a bunch of dirt jumps that a friend Zach Hatfield had been working on quite a bit he lives near there, and not quite a bit, all of it. Uh, so we we kind of worked the the jump line into the skate park line, and we had a a really cool uh, event that basically involved riding both terrains, and it was kind of a it was it was based on on time and style. So that was really fun, and it had to have been tiring I know I didn't do it I was yelling through a bullhorn or something but um that the so Scotty doing that as a fundraiser he was almost entirely the reason that we were able to raise uh, quite a bit of money and I decided to split that money between Chris Hallman and Lorenzo uh, Velasquez who had been uh, killed in a hit and run in Philadelphia. He, he was a he was a street rider from Philly and a big part of that community. So we uh, sent some money to his family as well to help pay for for the cost involved in uh, burying a loved one. To be quite honest. So uh, so anyhow, that brings us up to the current jam in 2018 which is next week, July 29th, rain or shine. This one was an easy one for me to pick because I had recently gotten involved uh, 
I'd met Kevin through an exercise group that that he led with uh, a woman named Alyssa Stuckey, I believe is how you say her last name. So I'm, I'm still part of the exercise group. Uh, I'm not as active because, uh, as you guys may know, I'm, I keep pretty busy between the podcast and the fundraiser. I'm trying to get out there myself as well. Oh, and by the way, I do have a job, just in case anyone's wondering how I get to get to all these places. But uh, let's just say there's a lot of juggling, and and it's uh, it's not difficult to juggle when it's something you really want to do. So, you know, I always find a way to fit it in. But um, anyway, Kevin and the exercise group with Alyssa, uh, we we have a pretty tightly. Uh, bound group which is called journey for wellness if you ever want to look it up on instagram it's just journey the number four wellness they also have a website by the same by the same name and you could find them on facebook and uh, become a member of the the group which is free of charge it's a it's just a fun thing we do so uh so anyhow, uh, Kevin was an easy choice for me of the the fourth annual fundraising uh, beneficiary. I should I should specifically say his family are the beneficiaries, which would be his wife Robin, Kevin Jr., Shay, and and Riley, uh, the three kids. So uh, this one I should say is a little nearer and dearer to my heart because. Uh, I saw a part of Kevin that I I didn't know much about, and that he is a a huge giver and a huge motivator, and uh, just an all around great guy. So uh, we all miss him very much. So so uh, this is the best way we can honor his life uh, that he lived as a as a giver and as a motivator. And uh, just an all-around good guy. Picking Kevin Robinson's family as the beneficiaries um, of this event is just is just great, you know. So it's it is called the Find Your Fight Jam for their family because uh, one of Kevin's favorite sayings for the exercise group is "Find Your Fight." Basically, dig deep and and make it happen. Get through the exercises. Get through the emotional or, or psychological blocks in your life and and he helped me do that as well um, and just made me a little more confident putting uh, putting myself out there verbally and part of the reason I started the podcast to be quite honest because I, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, everybody's different and they're all great in their own way I wanted to start an east coast centered podcast which is what I've been doing since last October so this event ended up at Powder Ridge for for a couple reasons uh, one of them was the Trumbull track we pretty much outgrew that and uh, we also were having a little bit of liability insurance uh, coverage issues and uh, it's not something I could I could pull off on my own, um, and USA BMX, no fault of Trumbull tracks whatsoever, 
USA BMX wouldn't allow there to be a jump line or any kind of events outside of the track. So, which really strips the event down to just events that we could do on the track, which was only uh, basically the the side hack race or the pit bike race uh, in the manual contest, which are all fun. Uh, but people really, really look forward to the jump line contest. So, so uh, after some some quick thinking and uh, research, I after I covered as much as I could of of trying to keep it at Trumbull, I um, thought about it and and had heard that Dave King was doing a rebuild of Powder Ridge. It's still a ski mountain. It, it's also a bike park. I called up Dave um, and uh, after I met him at Swamp Fest, I can't remember if I just said that, but I, I met him at Swamp Fest and then I found out he was doing a build out my way in Connecticut. It's about an hour from home, but it's still not far. And, uh, and he said, sure, I'll ask the owner and see if he's interested. And sure enough, he was. So I met, I went and... Uh, met with a gentleman named Sean Hayes and talked about what we were trying to do. And he was extremely supportive, extremely interested. Uh, it ties in nicely with the rebuild of the mountain. Makes, uh, makes, makes the event kind of cross over because typically the parks that are, that are built, the bike parks on mountains are, are for mountain bikes. But Dave King also known as Dirt Sculpt LLC. Uh, they were also building jump lines at Powder Ridge for BMX bikes that could also be used by mountain bikes. So it's pretty cool uh, that they have that. So anyway, we we decided it was a, a really good fit and the owner is letting us do it and really giving up a lot of income on this one uh, and taking care of the liability issues, of course. So anyway, it's a, it, it's a huge contribution by them to lower the, the ticket price that you'd normally pay for the day from 28 to $25 and lets us take almost half of that every ticket to give to the family. So that's why I'm really adamant about trying to break um, 1,500 to 2,000 people there if uh, if I could pull it off. Uh, we've gotten lots of great attention so uh, in repost of the, the flyer for the event. That's been great. That's only going to help. And having that combination of mountain bikers and BMXers at the same place at the same time, all able to ride all of the terrain I'm not sure about the the contest jump line that's right in the middle of the ski mountain. It's very visible from all over, which looks really, really cool. There's a pump track there. There's there's a lot of things going on. There's the infamous snake runs that uh, the guys around Connecticut are are familiar with because uh, they were... No one really knew about them if... if, uh, if the story was understood correctly, the snake runs were built a, a long time ago, but they weren't used because uh, 
it was uh, a bit too crazy. They're, they're pretty fast. I mean, they're very fast on a bike, so you can imagine how fast they would be uh, as a water slide, which is really what the snake runs are, are water slides. Um, and you, you know, take a tube down or, or something. So it was, it's, it's pretty wild, but, um, so those are great. The pump track's great. The, um, the three different level skill level jump lines are great. The mountain bike downhill runs are, are great. And there's seven of those. And of course, uh, last but not least the jump line, the contest jump line, uh, which was donated by Dave King through Dirt Sculpt. He he did that on his own dime and was able to build a really cool setup that we've been working on for the past three weekends and it is it's great. He shaped it, he got he got us in a real good place where we just need to get it to a smooth surface and uh and just shape it a bit. But he he had it so close to perfect it was it's been so anyway, that is going to be a fun part of the event. I think everyone's going to love that. You know, oh, and I almost forgot the lake jumping. Uh, there'll be there'll be a, a ramp set up that uh, that will be used to jump into the into the reservoir of water that they use for snow making. So uh, the other big part of this is Scotty Kramer wanted to be part of any jam I threw in the future. We talked about that last year, uh, him and I, uh, after the two events that we did, well, the one event we did together at Willamantic and through him being on the receiving end of the jam for him at Trumbull, he had said that he wanted to be part of this year's jam. So Scotty's doing his own thing, which is very successful, and that's um, setting up an obstacle course that everyone will have fun with and that'll be at the base of the mountain and there's a there's a concrete pad there or I'm sorry an asphalt pad there that he'll he'll do that at and I'm pretty certain they're going to do some shows too with the quarter pipe that they have in the box jump so that'll be dead center of the mountain and right above where they're set up will be the contest jump line uh, the rest of all the BMX things are on the right side of the mountain there's going to be great you know there'll be great signage so you'll be able to find all this and then the left side of the mountain is where some of the more difficult downhill mountain bike runs are. Although those, there's so many, they just weave all over the mountain. So it's, uh, it's great. There's also an option to spectate. And so if you choose to spectate, instead of $25, it's $12. And uh, the mountain's nice enough to let us keep a majority of that as well. Powder Ridge has been a big... A big help with this and I believe we're going to do very well for the for Robin and the kids so anyway I'm very optimistic uh, don't watch the weather I sure don't because um, because we all know how that goes so um, it looks like we're going to be okay there may be some thunderstorms coming through but really uh, the thing that I ask of all of you to remember is that we're doing this to raise money uh, for a good cause. And it's as much of an event to hang out and see your friends and meet new ones as it is uh, to raise money. So 
it's uh it's important that everyone knows that that this this event goes off regardless so regardless of what happens with weather just get there it's it's gonna be fun there's plenty of other stuff we can do even if it's raining including lake jumping because well you're gonna get wet anyway so anyhow the other things we're doing at the event which we've done at every event is we have a silent auction that we'll have some pretty cool stuff there i know there's a a red bull helmet coming from jerry bagley there's um a frame that uh that chris doyle had that he used for i believe it was a papa john's commercial but it's a it's a kink bike um but he donated the frame signed with a nice letter that came with it uh so that'll be in the silent auction along with a lot of photos um, paintings by steve crandall um, just all kinds of great stuff in fact I'm going to take a minute and I will read through these real quick because I really want to acknowledge the the sponsors that have really stepped up. Um, the three major sponsors are the mountain itself, uh, Dave King through Dirt Sculpt, and Fox. They're they're the big sponsors of the event. Uh, Fox sent a lot of goods. Um, they uh, they they wanted to participate. And, and really do the best they could. So, so thank you, Joy at Fox. Uh, it's it's really helped keep the the event uh, fun and positive. And uh, and having those kind of donations allows us to really almost guarantee that no one leaves a jam without something besides great memories. Anyway, I'm going to read through the sponsors really quick. I'll start with the individuals. Uh, Keith Tara, uh, Taj, Taj Lucas, uh, Murphy Machetta, Steve Crandall, Chris Doyle, who I just mentioned, TJL Photo. TJL Photo has, has done the all of the flyer work and the, the schedule and the graphic design work on the award number plates that I that I make uh, those will be for the side hack event this year the side hack event is going to be a timed side hack event around the pump track so uh, not as easy as you might think but uh, but we'll use we'll have awards for that and Scotty uh, has some really cool awards. I probably shouldn't say what who what they are exactly, but I can tell you that they're extremely cool, and there'll be a first, second, third award for for uh, the event that he puts on with the obstacle course and the jump line uh, as well. So he he was able to have have uh, six of these awards made, and they are custom and they're metal. And they're very cool. That's as much as I can say on that one. Uh, although I will say that they were made by Mike Laird. So, oh, I'm sorry, one other individual. Uh, and this is this is how, how cool BMX is. Um, a friend that I met through the podcast and then going to Pittsburgh to record podcasts or just to ride the wheel mill. What a great meeting place, by the way, as a side side note. But Mark Somer uh, is from Pittsburgh, and he just wanted to donate something, so he sent some craftsman tools. And uh, for all you Malali guys, there's definitely a 17 in there. So anyway, that takes care of the individuals that are involved. Uh, 
and by the way, Robin and the family will be there, which is which is really cool. So, oh, and we have three bands playing. How could I forget? We have three bands playing. I'm going to forget their names right now, and I apologize. I know it's the Prozacs. That's one of them, and they're from Massachusetts, and the other two are from Rhode Island. Ah, the names are in my phone, so I can't look right now. I was afraid I would do that, but... I, I don't have the names for you, but uh, one of them is a bluegrass band, and the other one does kind of more classic rock. Uh, so we're going to have the bands positioned at three different places on the mountain. We'll have the uh, bluegrass band playing over by the by the outdoor eating area for the restaurant that's at, the, at Powder Ridge. I didn't mention that. They have a restaurant there. And... Uh, so they'll play for that area and then we'll have the Prozacs are going to play up at the jump line and we'll also announce the contest from there which will be cool and the other band's going to be up in the woods uh, working off a generator they'll be playing uh, they'll be playing for all the people riding the beginner intermediate and expert jump lines up in the up in the right side of the mountain up in the woods up by the snake runs um, so that'll be really cool having those three bands. But let me get back to the list. We've got Colt, who always steps up. Robbie is is awesome. Thank you, Robbie. Um, Odyssey and Sunday, same thing. Always doing something cool. Stove dialer, Derek Gerard, uh, with his with his machined aluminum. Uh, actually, I think he does more than just aluminum, but his machine parts, uh, of which I have a stem of, uh, uh, BMX in our blood stem, which is super cool. But he made a bunch of, of gears that say find your fight right on them, so we'll have those in the silent auction. Uh, Kink, uh, they did a complete bike. Um, animal, uh, yeah, animal ethic, uh, ethic clothing. Sabrosa, Shadow, and Rant. I'm putting those all together because Ronnie Ronnie, uh, just does an awesome job supporting yeah, everything I do uh, and I'm sure uh, supports quite a bit of what other people do as well. But um, him and Ryan Shear, they're, they're just awesome. Uh, SE Bikes, Todd Lyons, he, he sent over... Oh, this really cool uh, pit bike. It's a quad angle uh, circuit. They are teaming up with Fit. They have a complete bike for us. FBM through all the artwork and uh, just everything they do. Um, Play again now, which is a which is a company that that you really have to read up on it. It's a little tough for me to describe, but it basically helps your helps your joints um, and they are part of the journey for wellness group they they sponsor the group but um, Kevin Robinson was sponsored by them also uh, so Debbie at play again now thank you so much she donated a good chunk of money to help pay for the event shirts of which we'll have 200 of um, she put some money money toward that which is super helpful so we can make a little extra money for the Robinsons once again it's always the goal with any of these profile racing Matt Coplin he's he's got some nice really good stuff in there um, a couple stems 
Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what else was in there. Uh, let's see, old fat guy BMX. He does clothing. Really nice guy. Um, Stony, Stony, Stony McGee, I think. Uh, he's got some things in there. G Form sent some some pads, and that was a sponsor. Kevin Robinson's as well. Standard Rick Montano sending sending something. I'm not sure what yet, but I'm sure it'll be good. Empire BMX Tina there. That was uh, uh, that was brought on by Will Blount, who uh, with Marky T, Ryan Corrigan, and Brian Barnhart uh, were all instrumental in doing the rebuild of Powder Ridge. So um, Will got me in touch with Tina, and Tina was nice enough to put together a really nice box of goods. That include uh, S1 helmets who who, do, who donated along with Empire, so thank you to them. Uh, Nowhere BMX, uh, Eastern Bikes is sending a complete bike. Thank you, Robbie Taylor. That's a really cool, cool deal. Moniker, they make some really cool paneled hats. Uh, Delecky, I should have said Delecky Visuals up on the individuals because he may be sending the last. The most recent edition of uh, Maintain for the uh, the Maintain that he does, which I believe he's three issues in. Amazing photographer. I could uh, I could talk for quite a while about him, but actually I did a podcast with him. So if you want to hear more about Rob Delecki, definitely check that one out. Not sure which one it is, but you can find every past episode on on the website the BMX and Our Blood. Uh, let's see. Downtown BMX, this is an interesting one. Um, Adam French, he has been donating the past couple of years. Uh, this guy is, you know, basically he's uh, he's moved his shop, which has gotten uh, bought a couple push bikes and sent them my way. So we got two DK push bikes. So that's pretty cool. I'm sure someone's going to want those. There's a, a woman that works at Suburban Bikes that's one of the sponsors as well. And she's been coordinating things on the mountain bike end to get some some mountain bike products in the uh into the raffle and the silent auction. So I know they she got her hands on a complete bike and that is a GT. It's a GT Dan Conway model. So another complete bike. So there's, there's gonna be quite a few complete bikes. Um think you guys would be pretty happy about that and and they're either going to be in the raffle or the silent auction depending on depending on what the what the bike is um but anyway i believe kink is also doing a complete as well um if i didn't mention that before so um big thanks to uh chuck goldie he's been a big supporter of of things that i've done he's just he's a great rep for kink and uh i think it's blackout distribution but uh talk about a workhorse that guy put some time in on the road and he's uh he's always helping so make sure you visit his booth he'll have a a tent there uh, and he'll show some things there but mostly he's going to be doing uh some games at his at his booth and also a raffle of his own uh that he will 
whatever proceeds he has from that raffle, those also add into the pot of money for the Robinsons. So I'm really deathly afraid that I'm going to forget someone. But uh, but anyway, thank you, Julia, from Suburban. She really made this happen on the mountain bike side, as well as promoting it to the mountain bike side of things, which is helpful to me because that's not in my wheelhouse. And uh, But it's it's really nice to have mountain bikers involved in this event. That's that for sponsors. I want to talk a little bit about the actual schedule and have you all aware of it. Um, I posted on my Instagram, Grounded2000. Definitely check it out there and also at the website, the BMX and Heart Blood. So all this information is, is is on the website or you can find it on my posts. Um, but the schedule, I want to make sure that everyone is very well aware of this. You can, uh, if you if you came to Trumbull last year, you know that the line gets built up, you know, pretty quickly. So uh, we're going to start letting people in at eight o'clock, and and really hope that everyone is is in there and ready for a big group photo by ten o'clock. So. Comedy as early as eight, uh, and and get yourself all set up with the the full mountain pass, and um, just get yourself get yourself the early early there in line because it's uh, like I said it could be it could be a wait, but there's uh, while we're on that topic of of uh, of registration. It uh, there'll be a waiver for anyone that rides, so there'll be a table that you anyone can fill out waivers all at the same time. So when you get to the ticket window, it speeds things up quite a bit. Uh, there'll be at least three employees at ticket window, so that should go very fast. And the other thing you can do that we just I had a meeting with Powder Ridge today, and they uh, set up a link on their on their Powder Ridge Powder Ridge Bike Park uh, or Powder Ridge Park I better uh, better check that one but um, that is yeah it's powderridgepark.com and um, I'll put it in the show notes but it's basically tickets.powderridgepark.com so Anyway, that would be a good idea if you can, would be to buy your tickets ahead of time. So all you're doing is filling out the waiver form and then going to the will call booth, which is, it's, uh, you'll, you'll be already on there as a, as a paid, as a paid entrant participant, I should say. So, um, so do that if you want to, if you want to get through things a little bit earlier, um, if you're volunteering, then uh, then you still pay to get in. You know, again, try to try to get in there earlier. And on this on the tickets uh, on the tickets area of the the website for Powder Ridge, there's the twenty five dollars to ride all every everything there for twenty five dollars. In the twelve hours, so you can select from either one. The only thing you have to do is change the date because what's going to happen is it's going to come up as today's date, 
Um, so you just draw down and you and a calendar pops up and you just hit the 29th and you can do it that way. So if you want to save a little time, do that. Back to the event schedule. So 10, 10 o'clock, hopefully everyone's in there, settled, and we'll have a, a quick welcoming uh, everyone to the jam. And, and then we'll do a quick group photo because that's like the coolest thing for for me to see and uh, definitely for, for facilities that are involved in these. So I'm sure Powder Ridge would, would love to have that photo as well of all of us there. So we'll do that on the hill uh in front of the in front of the big contest jump line and i do mean big it's it's big so uh, we'll do that photo and then everyone can kind of go do what they what they want to do at 11 o'clock we're going to do the pump track side hack time trial so like i said i'll have two bikes there so you don't need to bring one unless you want to and we'll do that event first that'll be the first actual event and then at noon, Scotty Kramer is going to do a show, do a freestyle show with his guys from the channel. And at one o'clock, he'll have the obstacle course. And I believe it's an all ages obstacle course. There's some there's some tough obstacles on there. Um, if you check out his YouTube channel post from, I want to say about a week ago maybe uh you'll see him and trey jones uh, they created a very cool obstacle that has basically has k-rob uh cut out of wood and it's it's a it's a basically a, a balance beam or you could say a tire ride but it's uh it's gonna be tough. I know Trey got through it on the on the YouTube channel video, but it wasn't easy. It took quite a few tries, so they'll have lots of good stuff. After that, we'll do the BMX jump line contest at two o'clock. That one, all I ask is that uh, we'll have someone up there, kind of watching things, um, but we don't want people getting in over their head. We don't want anyone getting hurt. So this jump line is something everyone's i'm sure a lot of people are going to want to do it uh just be smart you know um, because jump lines fast it's uh starts off with a about an 18 footer uh downhill jump into a humongous left-hander it's a huge bold out corner to uh, an 18 foot in distance uh 18 foot left hand hip and when you land that, you hit the last jump, which is really a, a trick jump. So um, that's what the best line consists of. But it's it's really fast. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can do it. Just uh, I'm pretty sure the judges are going to are going to be from Scotty's crew. So we'll see on that one. Uh, oh, hey, I do want to I do want to tell you that Garrett Burns is going to be there too, which is very very cool. Garrett and his son Noah. So if you haven't met Garrett Burns before. Now's your chance. And I think there's going to be more surprises there as well. So so you, you may be surprised at who you see there. It's it's going to be good. So that's the uh, that's the jump line contest. And that was at 2. And then at 3 o'clock, we're going to do the lake jumping, which is to finish off the event as far as the riding part goes. Although everyone can ride until 5 o'clock. 
on maybe even six. They may close at six, but anyway, our event ends at five. Just before that, at four o'clock, the silent auction ends. So whoever has whoever has bid on an item and actually wins the wins the highest price bid, uh, they need to go over there at four o'clock check it'll be a very obvious tent if you've been to these events before it's it's obvious which which tent is which but uh you can go pay up there and uh and take whatever you want at the silent auction so um pay attention to that all day because i've i've seen it every year when we do this where you think you're the highest bidder and then you go back a half hour later and someone outbid you if you really if you have your eye on something at that silent auction just uh just make sure you keep going back to the booth and making sure you make sure you're on top with the uh, with your bid. So yeah, after the after that, we uh, you can go and do your own thing. In fact, let me mention that you can actually do your own thing all day if that's what you choose to do. You don't have to participate in, in any particular contest, but uh, I just want everyone to have fun at the bike park. So that's the most important thing. But uh, if you want to do these other things, they're definitely here for you. I don't remember if I mentioned that there's also a zip line. It's a separate charge if you want to do the zip line. Um, but that's a 1,400-foot zip line that starts a good ways up the mountain and goes all the way across the, the reservoir of water there, the pond that we're going to do the lake jumping in, and, and finishes in the parking lot. Uh, it basically goes a, across a, a pretty big valley. That's fun. Uh, and then they also will have synthetic snow tubing, which is which is pretty cool. Oh, I forgot. They have the airbag jump too. A stunt jump. Um so it's a it's got a pretty good kicker as a takeoff. It's geez, I think six or seven feet high, maybe eight. And that lands lands you right into the airbag and then you slide off and go do it again. So if uh if you want to jump into an airbag you can do that too on your bike. So those are all the things going on. I do want to acknowledge a couple people that sent in questions when they saw the the post go up about the event. And I'll try to answer these the best I can. Uh, the first one's from Eric Seifert. He, he's, uh, he's from Brewster, New York area, I believe. Really nice guy, excellent rider, absolutely loves to ride. And he rides the big big bikes and the little bikes. But he said, can we fish in the pond? He was kind of kidding, but um, the answer is you can't fish in the pond unless you're fishing for your bike when you're lake jumping. So, um, so yeah, you can do that kind of fishing. Uh, and please bring lake jump bikes if you have a bike that is good for that. This question was from Brian Iorochi, and he says... You've once again done an amazing, or I'm sorry, once again done an outstanding job organizing and coordinating this jam to benefit a worthwhile cause. Major kudos to you and all those that who have uh, have a hand in making this event happen. So, uh, and there there are lots of people that are involved in this. Um, so it's. Uh, it's it's important that you know that because obviously Dave King Powder Ridge, uh, the employees of Powder Ridge have been awesome, uh, it, especially Chad Snyder. So thank you, Chad. 
but Groundchuck also he's he's always he's always working the phone and getting people to to donate some cool things. So he's got he's always been a part of it. He was last year as well. He got some very very cool things for the silent auction. Scotty, of course, uh, huge thanks to him and all of the Connecticut and Rhode Island guys that have been helping with the or the completion of the big jump line. So those are the people, Brian, that I wanted to give uh, give big thank yous to um, because they do, you know, everyone comes on their own time and, and sometimes you don't get to ride when you're building, sometimes you do, so it's, it's uh, but they're doing it because they love, they love it and they believe in it, so that's awesome. So thank you to all of them and more. I'm sure there's more, all the volunteers from the Journey for Wellness group uh, there's a good group of people there that are helping with things. Uh, Rob uh, Preet, he's actually in charge of the bands that are going to be playing. So uh, just lots of great volunteers. Um, so anyway, Brian also writes, in addition to participating in raffles and auctions, how else can people contribute? How can fans continue to support the BMX in our blood as well? Pretty simple. Go on the website. There's a donate button. If you'd like to donate uh, monetarily and you can't make it to the jam, you could donate. And I'm almost positive you can put a note in there as to where you want the donation to go. So if you want it to stay with with the podcast, that's much appreciated. If you want it to go to uh, Robin and the kids, then that's awesome too. So either way is is great. Oh, I did want I did want to mention I did want to mention that uh, in the near future I'm going to be looking for individual show sponsors uh, because I've got some some people that I'm going to interview coming up that I can't give the names yet but it would be uh, it would really be cool if anyone wants to step up and sponsor uh, in one episode that's uh, that would be great. So if that's something you're interested in doing, make sure you get a hold of me and we'll we'll work something out. And what I'd like to do is uh, there's a bunch of people I'd like to get to that aren't within reasonable driving distance. So um, so if we can get money into the uh, in the into the fund, then I might be able to go a little bit further distance wise for for uh, podcasts because um because it's it's something it's something I'll do either way. It just it makes it a little bit easier, a little bit easier if we all work together on this community podcast. So uh, so anyway, any companies that want to do that, let me know. But uh, anyhow, Dan Waterman, he says, great job as always. The picture. At the ride with Scotty Jam at Willamantic brings back memories. My little guy and his new friend were chilling with Big Boy while while his his son was wearing a Captain America helmet. I believe that's the way he he meant that. Uh, and he said he's going to try like hell to get there. So um, very cool. Appreciate it, Dan. I'm glad you enjoyed that that event. That ride with Scotty event was a great time and Scotty definitely helped us make a ton of money on that one for the people I mentioned before for Chris Hallman and and uh, 
Lorenzo. So, um, let's see. Justin Long, he wants to know, actually he wants to say, well, these are kind of embarrassing for me to read about myself, but, um, but he, he wrote, uh, thanks a ton for being such a badass and keeping the jams going. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I do it for, for all of you. Um, and for the beneficiaries of these of these jams, as as a fundraiser, um, but I also do it because uh, it's something that I really enjoy. Uh, because in, in my heart, I've always uh, wanted to be a, a giver, and so that's what I've done. Um, and I love getting people together, so I I think it's great. But um, anyway. He asks, how do you handle the stress of getting such a big event organized? I I wouldn't say I'm stress-free, <laughs> that's for sure. I do get stressed by it. Maybe I don't show it, but um, it is a little stressful. But, you know, the day of the event is when that's the payoff, you know. And when you see so many people having a great time and you're able to, to hand over... Uh, money that we that we all came up with to for the fundraising effort um handing over that contribution that represents what all of us have done for for the beneficiary is it's it's a it's a great feeling uh to be able to to do that uh and when i do it it's from all of you so that's the payoff, to be quite honest with you. So, so handling the stress, yeah, you kind of just get through it and and look at the, look at the big picture of why you're doing it, um, and that's what I do. I just look at the big picture and, uh, just try to stay focused. So, anyway, he also asked, "Do you ever feel daunted by how much there is to do?" Um, that's a good question, but I tend to be the type of guy that works better under pressure and um and i you know organizing sponsors is 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 a little a little daunting because you uh you know there's so many great people out there and anyone that puts on an event uh you really need to explain very well what you're doing and and why you want them involved so um so yeah on, on that end it's uh it's a little daunting, but um, an event as big as this one this year, you know, just take baby steps and get, you know, get the jump line done and and um, work with the mountain to make sure everything is going to be done exactly the way they they need to have it done for safety's sake and for liability's sake. So, uh, you know what? It all falls into place. It's probably the easiest thing I can say easiest way I can answer is it all falls into place. So, and I've, I've got, um, people that are always volunteering to help. And that's, that's huge for me, you know, spending, spending today with Steve Morse and, uh, um, Seth Medeiros was, uh, was great. And last week there was a whole bunch of Connecticut guys that, that helped out, including you, Justin, the one asking the questions, uh, he has one more question. He says, how do you keep motivated day in and day out? I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy. Some days I'm not as motivated. Some days I'm frustrated. Some days I'm, I'm super happy because I get a really nice message from someone that's very positive. 
I get a lot of those through the podcast, which which uh, I appreciate every one of them and respond to every one of them. I'm just a guy. That's all I can say is I'm, I'm just a guy out there doing doing my thing. But um, but the other thing I want the other answer to that question, Justin, would be uh, I stay motivated because I I do uh, I I'm trying to do as as much as I can since I came back to BMX at uh, 45 years old. So, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm aware of my age and my, and, you know, I still see guys like Dennis McCoy riding at 51 years old or Rich Bartlett, I believe is 50 and he's still killing it. And Gary Laurent and uh, the guy from out this way, Mike Gage and, you know, Jamie Beswick is, is probably close to my age. And, um, you know, th- there's just so many people out there in their 40s and now in their 50s that are that are just killing it. So um, with that said, uh, I do I do know that I only have so much time left to ride and maybe start backing off on the on the risk end. But uh, as of now, I'm I'm not stopping or or anything. I, I just, uh, I try to be smart about it. That's all because I wasn't too smart when I first got back into it. Um, after a couple bone breaks, you, you start to get a little wiser and you, you ride within your limits. So, um, so anyway, I, I do keep motivated by, by riding with other people, by meeting other people, um, by feeding off of other people's energy and, uh, and, and that type of thing. So, so yeah, that's the answer to that one. So thank you. Thank you, Justin. I don't think there's any more from Justin, but nope. Uh, the last one I have is from a really nice guy from Massachusetts, Kyle Erickson. <laughs> He's got a good question. He said, I, I, I only have one question. Will you please ride your bike more at this event? Uh, it's so inspiring to see um, or participate in a few laps with the man responsible for organizing the jam. Much love and thank you for everything. Right back at you, Kyle, on that one. Uh, you're a motivating guy as well. Um, I do try to ride at the events, but it is, it's a little difficult uh, because, uh, you know, we try to keep the schedule rolling so we can fit things in. And and uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to get up to the... Uh, the jump lines in the woods. Um, you're not going to see me on the contest jump line though, so don't don't even try. It's not going to happen. Maybe after the event's over. Maybe I'll. I took Monday off. Maybe I'll do it on Monday when no one's around. Sorry, Kyle. Um, but yeah, I I will do my best, Kyle. I'd certainly like to circulate as I'm trying to get things done, and I'll try to pedal my bike up to the uh, jump lines in the middle of different things and uh i'll find you buddy that is about it i don't think i've missed anything but if any of you still have questions after this after listening to this podcast then please let me know you can direct message me through ground dead 2000 you can email me at jpdoherty70 at gmail so jpdoherty at uh jpdoherty70 at gmail or you could 
Uh, I believe you could email me through the website as well, the bmxinourblood.com. And yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you. I answer everybody or through Facebook, through my name or through DDR BMX on Instagram or, or on Facebook. So yeah, there's, there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. Please take advantage of that. If you have any questions, anything from lodging to anything about the event, because, um, it's a lot of you are coming from a distance away and I wish we could have camping at the event, but, uh, there's a town ordinance against it. So it's, uh, I'm sure the, I'm sure the mountain is, uh, would be happy to do it if, uh, if they could change that ordinance. Um, but as of now it's, it's not happening. So there are options out there. So if you need a place to camp out get in touch with me, if you want to find a hotel room, uh, there are plenty around about 10 minutes away in the, in the town of Meriden, Connecticut. And all of those hotels have agreements with, uh, Powder Ridge. So if you mention Powder Ridge, then you get a, you get some kind of discount at the hotels. So, um, all I can say is I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody please uh, find me and say hello. If you're someone I've been communicating with uh, through Instagram, I, I love meeting new people. It's going to be an exciting time. Make it there. If there's any way to make it there, do it because I can tell you it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be just like Swamp Fest. It's one of those things where you don't want to regret it that you, that you didn't go. Hey, and I think Stu Johnson's going to be there too. I just realized the man, Stu, uh, he's known to many of you as, as the, uh, the producer of, of Real BMX and on, um, oh man, I'm going to screw this up. Real BMX on ESPN, I believe. No, I'm sorry, ABC. Is it? I don't know. I should probably just cut this part out, but I won't. Uh, basically, uh, you know, the way... I try to look at these is the way a lot of people term this podcast is it's very organic and uh, just there's no, uh, you know, it's uh, it's organized chaos. That's probably the best way to put it. But uh, but yeah, that about does it. I will look forward to seeing as many of you as I possibly I hope I have a problem reaching everyone because there's just so many people there now that would be an amazing thing uh, if we could get you know a huge number of people there because that means more fun for all of us and obviously uh, more fundraising for for Robin Robinson and the kids that's about it I think I'm probably going to forget something after but uh or realize what I forgot after. But anyway, that does it. I will see or talk to you all soon. And anyone that can't make it, just watch for posts on Instagram, Facebook. I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit out there. And always look for that hashtag, Find Your Fight Jam. Also, if you go to one of the, the tents, Definitely, if you if you take a picture of something you won, uh, tag Find Your Fight Jam, so that the the sponsors that 
gave that product can actually see who it went to. So that goes for the raffle and the silent auction. So uh, find your fight jam and then uh, and then tag the company and and hashtag hashtag name of the jam. So and that also allows all of us to look at pictures from that day if you tag them that way. I will talk to you all soon. I'm not sure about a podcast next week. It's going to be a little tough to pull one off. It may have to be like a Monday, Tuesday instead of a Sunday. I'm going to try to keep keep steady. Haven't missed a week yet. And uh, and a lot of you seem to like that. So um, that's motivation enough for me. So thanks, everybody. I will talk to you soon. Have a good week.